This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to the I Disagree podcast. Oh, sorry. We were... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Welcome. Welcome, welcome our guest, Dallas McLaughlin, everyone. The least Yay. funny San Diego comic. Oh, wait, are we recording now? Yes, we're Oh, we're, we're hot. Yeah. The least funny San Diego comic. Easily. Brian Simpson. Hands down, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just fair. pick this conversation up right where it left off before we just press record. Just kidding. Oh, gosh. Brian knows I'm kidding. I, he's my dream. He's a dream. Uh, guys, sorry. I didn't mean that. If I could be that funny, so I would do it immediately. I think uh, he's going to be on this podcast, actually, oh in a week God. or so. So he's, that'll be fun. Sorry, now we're going to go back down Inside Baseball. No, but please, I, please. No, go ahead. But Brian Simpson is one of those comics. We came up at the same time, almost the exact... I maybe started six months before him, maybe. And uh, he's just one of those dudes who you're like, oh, he's way funnier than I'll ever be. And uh, that's a bummer that I know that and can see it all the time. <laughs> So that's that's a great intro for our guest Dallas McLaughlin to oh, promote yeah. our upcoming guest Brian Simpson next yeah. week. So you guys can go ahead and turn it off now. We'll see you in a week when yeah, we get Brian on. to Brian's episode. This is gonna be bad. You know what's um, annoying about Brian too? That he's like he's so funny on stage, but he's also so funny in person all the time. Like his well, brain just thinks in fucking like yeah. brilliant ways of saying things and, and it's it's always so fucking either smart or funny like always one time i was up at flappers uh no big deal headlining the yoohoo room and uh Ooh, and i was like standing backstage and i heard his voice and i was like what and i walked into the main room and he was hosting the show in the main room uh which is not me headlining him hosting he had the much better gig <laughs> and uh because the main room was packed and he uh, and I was like, oh, my God, I was so excited to see him. And like, we know each other. We're not. I mean, he's a fr- I would consider him an, a friend, but I wouldn't say we're like best friends or anything like that. Um, but we've seen each other around. I, I enjoy his company and I hadn't seen him in a while. And I walked up when he was off stage and I was like, hey, Brian, what's up, dude? He lit up and I couldn't have felt more warm. <laughs> <laughs> the Aww. fact that he was happy to see me and then he, we walked out we talked for a while oh what a what a just a gentle man he's wonderful yeah. dude zoltan liked one of my facebook posts a couple of weeks ago and i've been thinking about it ever since <laughs> oh yeah now un- talk about unfunny comics uh, it's his birthday today isn't it it is his birthday <laughs> happy is. birthday zoltan you're not funny. Not funny. Rip, <laughs> ripped off. Your but keep working at it, pal. <laughs> Zoltan oh, was also on this podcast, actually. Oh, really? Uh, How far yeah. down the rung was I as a guest? Did you? Well, <laughs> I got. We got. We got down. Dustin and Zoltan. Great. Got to get them. James. Oh yeah, got to get him. And did then you, that's that's it as far as local comics. Did but you I get free soap? Dallas. Did, did you, you were, get free soap? No, he didn't even oh. bring us free soap, which was the worst part. But well, Stephen English have, brought birthday cake. Oh, that's oh. right. A person has a certain amount of redeeming qualities. 
and James <laughs> is 50% soap. <laughs> and there was no soap. That is just, uh, that, yeah, that is really, and also it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. The soap and his appearance. <laughs> That's such a bummer. All right. Sorry. I, hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. Yes. No, no we're, very, we're very happy to have you. It's also just as soon as the quarantine happened too, it was like, how do we even move forward with getting guests? We have to like get people that have a mic and we know super well. You actually mm -hmm. fit the bill perfectly. Uh, for thanks, this. guys. So I'm glad we, a guy I'm we glad know we that owns you. a mic. That's perfect. Yeah. But a guy <laughs> we know well and like know to be funny because we were getting Good. to a position where it was like, we're going to have to like start bringing on people who are kind of strangers just because they have a microphone. So the fact that we uh we got to have you in the pocket on this is uh, good news. All right, so I'm good. excited to be here. Yes. Um, okay. Dallas, everybody, is a very funny comic. Mm. And he has an extensive resume, actually. And yeah. Sure. Which you don't have to tell everybody, I guess. I don't. Nah. But, but but he's he's a writer. He's a comic. He's an actor. He's a, I, a thespian. Uh huh. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of theater lately. And that's for sure. I was supposed yeah. to do more this summer, but they canceled art, so I'm not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not allowed to Very do depressing. that. Very depressing. Yeah. Um, but but Dallas, if you're coming here, if you're listening to us from Daily Beans or Muller, she wrote. Dallas is the originator of the whole bean concept. Put some beans on oh, it. Put some beans yes. on it. Yeah. Put some beans on it is a Dallas line that we totally have made money, merch, yeah. podcasts off of and given nothing back to him. Nope. So not, not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. Uh, I, in fact, uh, when you guys, I was fine giving it to you guys and not worrying about it. Uh, I've lost tons of money on things before. Um, there, there's a song that we wrote for Yo Gabba Gabba. Uh, it's called party in my tummy and <laughs> it's one of the bigger songs from the show. And they made like a book for it. And, uh, we got $300 for that. Oh so, uh, my God. I am used to, uh, having ideas go to, go to nothing for me, but I'm happy that somebody used it. The only time I actually got mad was when Allison sent me the, they might be giants bean song. That was the only time where I'm like, what the son of a... I was so upset. <laughs> uh, but also, they would have never heard of that phrase had it not been for your show. So then you can't go like, oh, yeah, they were following me on Twitter and chose, yeah. you know, that's not happening. So I was, but I'm yeah. excited for your guys' success. That was a sketch we did when I used to do sketch comedy. Mm -hmm. for, yeah. So we, when I started doing comedy in 2000, we produced our own sketch shows in San Diego. We were like the only sketch group there had been maybe. And uh, we did live sketch comedy and we wrote a sketch that was making fun of the blue collar comedy tour. And it was called, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was called rednecks on the road. And we all had to come up with our own catchphrases. And so put some beans on it was one of the comics <laughs> catchphrases. Ah, that's and so that, funny. the comic was named one, one tooth buddy. Was the name. <laughs> and it was great. And well, we beans on it. <laughs> Well, here at the I Disagree podcast, we are a, a fledgling podcast, and if you have any uh, you know hotlines you want to throw out that we can steal, we we definitely appreciate that. Any, anything to I'll work grow on the some. platform, I'll work yeah, on we'll, some. 
we haven't been able to monetize anything up until this point, really. But we'll find a way to monetize your phrase in in, in return. Happy to do it. Happy yeah. to do okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, our co-host uh, Steve Shustick is. Hey, that's me. Yes, he's gonna. We got a new segment today, everybody. We are debuting a new segment on the podcast. Yeah, well, welcome to hate mail fans. So uh, I think it was last episode or the the one before. Uh, I encouraged you guys to provide feedback uh, and including hate mail. If you have any? Um, first of all, I'm I'm well aware that m- pretty much all of our listeners follow Jordan over from uh, Muller. She wrote and the Daily Beans, and so you're probably uh, think I'm insane, and I I do appreciate you <laughs> listening. Um, so I, I'm, I'm assuming that most of the hate mail that we're going to get, at least initially, is going to be towards me, and I, I welcome that. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you for being a patron. Uh, so the first submission we have, uh, I don't know if this, ta- this, we could call this more like dislike mail, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny to call it hate mail because uh, <laughs> it's so dramatic. I don't yeah. <laughs> I think it's... It's but a very reasonable. <laughs> it's a very reasonably worded post, I think. <laughs> but if you guys, if you guys do want to f- throw some hot flames my way, uh, please do. I I encourage it. And uh, if it's if it's respectful or funny, it might get read on air. It doesn't have to be both, just one or the other. And I think uh, I think our friend Claire walks a pretty good line here. Um, I'm not gonna say her last name because this was in a private Facebook group, so I don't know if she wants it out there. But first name Claire, and she's responding to a question Jordan asked: what they thought, what the, what viewers' opinion was on the episode that was just me and Jordan with no guest. Um, and Claire responds: "It's way better, all caps, with guests." <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, Claire, we have heard you. That's why we've invited uh, our good friend Dallas McLaughlin on to join us today. <laughs> And then she she goes on to say, and I just got to say that Steve's point of view that he's just happy someone is protesting just to remind us that this is a free country is the most facepalm shit ever. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for being that guy. Now, I want to point out, too, that she says that it made her facepalm and then her her like Facebook emoji is literally the face palm emoji. I saw that. Like that's her brand. That's the only kind of, of sentiments she's expressing on Facebook. <laughs> that, that, that was going to be my first question for you, for you, Claire. Did, <laughs> did my uh, Tom foolery and general idiocy inspire you to change your emoji or do you just run into so many knuckleheads like me on a daily basis that the face palm is your perpetual state of being? So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very curious, but that's funny. Uh, have, you guys then, ever, have you guys ever met a Claire that you liked? I think I like this Claire. Yes. Okay. All right. I have liked you? it. <laughs> I can't no. think of one. No. no. The, the only Claire I've met told me that if I was sick with an upper respiratory infection, I needed to just smoke weed and that would make it go away. So. Oh, did it she work? was nice, but no, I think P- it's questionable a judgment. Your sinus infection. <laughs> Claire's. Oh, Claire's. Claire's. Oh, Claire. But Claire goes on to say because she left that comment and then she's like, ah, crap, I got more. So she replied to her own comment with a follow-up. And Claire says, and just to follow up, here's an actual video I took yesterday while driving to my new apartment. In Steve's world, the random person who decides to run in that fire, so instead of two firefighters fighting the fire, they both have to worry about trying to save the random idiot who wants to remind us about it being a free country is the hero. Thanks again, Steve. You're the guy that gets that guy to be that guy. The hero is never the people that make shit worse. The more we antagonize states of emergency, the less likely we are to keep our democracy. And that's the truth. 
And then she posted this cool video, I guess, of her driving down the street and uh, what appears to be uh, some type of apocalyptic scene where the entire freeway is on fire. So, first of all, thank you, Claire. Uh, to respond to... to <laughs> That's the least sincere sounding thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do mean this sincerely. Thank you for joining. Thank you for... Uh, thank you, first of all, for listening. And thank you for, for uh, contributing your feedback. I would just say I'm not exactly sure that I said that the guys protesting were heroes. I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. Um, maybe I did. I don't know. But... Um, you were saying that the fact you're happier that there are people protesting than not basically just on principle. Yes. That's a great disagree for me. Yeah. So, so here here was my position on, on the lockdowns is this like, well, I I was locking down a week before they even told us to, I'm all for the lockdown, but it just seems weird to me that in the freest country in the world, the government says, Hey, everybody is on house arrest indefinitely till we tell you otherwise. And everybody goes along with it. I'm just kind of glad there were a couple people out there that didn't. But I don't think they're heroes, although their families who they're trying to provide for might disagree. They might think they're heroes. Mm-hmm. What is your... I mean, is, do we Go ahead, Dallas. Now? Let it rip. We got let one. it rip. Do we disagree now? Or is let it rip. This is a new segment. We're going to see where it goes. Yeah, disagree I whenever it feels I disagree right. with all protests. I think that protesting <laughs> is the stupidest thing. Even, like, honestly... I agree with like the million women march or whatever they did or women, women important march. I, I don't mean to disrespect <laughs> the name of it, but I also the don't. Women important march. I literally look at my dog and call him four names before I get to the right one. So it's not me disrespecting. It's me. Being <laughs> <laughs> but I, I forget what it was, but the women's march that happened. That one don't. I agree with what they're trying to say. Hate the protest. Any kind of protesting. I just think it does absolutely nothing. It's, it's ineffectual. Zero. And all it did, all it gave you a chance to do was go outside, which you just should have done anyway, just to feel alive for two seconds. Not screaming <laughs> at everybody. I literally this morning I came from this morning we were like my wife and I we've been very good about quarantining and all that good stuff. And she was like, I, "We should go somewhere. Let's go somewhere." And so I was like, "Yeah, we live in Temecula and Old Town Temecula. Just some of their restaurants just reopened for like." You can sit on the patio. We weren't going to do that, but the farmer's market reopened and we were like, Ooh, let's go to the farmer's market. The, you know, cause everyone's talking about observing shows, social distancing, everything like that. We go to the old town. It is packed, uh-huh. packed with people. You can't find a parking space, which is normal, but it oh my God. But guess who else was there in old town? A humongous reopen America rally. They also couldn't find parking because it was open. <laughs> They're just driving around honking in circles. It was open. That, that's parking. There was traffic getting in. Like, what were you? How more open do we need to be? Like, I don't understand what needed to be more open than all of the places that were open, and the people walking around. No one wearing a mask. No one was distancing. Like my family and I, we were wearing masks. We felt like idiots, but at the same time, it's like, oh well. But like, what? <laughs> You're protesting. <laughs> People just want to protest. They just want to be uh, angry in public. Like yeah. if you are upset getting to the protest, I literally <laughs> heard a woman complaining about how far away she had to park to join the protest. It <laughs> said that no one was open. It's oh, oh is, my god, that is perfect irony. I, I love that so much. Yeah, that oh, is god. so fucking funny. What are you protesting anymore? <laughs> yes, care. I love that. You know, I love that response too because it's like. That's such a that's such a take you never hear. 
<laughs> everybody's always everyone's fucking up being all hyper focused on what they're saying man but dallas he's a next level up why are they even there dude? i think that's i think that's that's a fair that's a fair question to raise really because so yeah dumb. i mean without rehashing all of last episode I, I think that's i think no 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 that's what we're trying to do a little yeah. mini rehash what is your sign mini proven? hash mini you, hash browns. You, have you ever driven by a protest sign and went oh Oh my god! Never, not once. No, they're they're right. <laughs> I should no. call, I should call Obama a Nazi. They are correct. Yeah, well, most of the time I'm like, that's a sick picture of a fetus. I appreciate the 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 <laughs> the pixels on that. <laughs> but, but other other than that, it's not. Yeah, it's not really eye opening in any I, way. You probably already covered this too, but I really hate. Like today was an example. But I also used to work at SeaWorld where people would stand up front and protest all the time and then go to the horse races. But they like <laughs> I I hate that when they bring their kids along. That's my oh man. When you yeah. go oh, out totally. and you protest and you yell at people and then you bring your little kid along to also hold a sign, oh, you're just ruining that kid's life. Yeah. Oh, and this happened today too. Sorry. I, this happened when I was, no, 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 we please. were standing there and, uh, and, uh, we had ordered some food to be picked up and we we're standing there waiting for the food. And this guy, this white family's walking around with this sign that says freedom. Now jobs are essential. And, uh, and, um, they walked by a black family and, uh, he kind of moved his sign a little bit away from the black family. And then they kept walking and I'm like, yeah, you did that because you're free. You dumb shit. And you haven't had it nearly as bad as those black people have because uh -huh. they're black and you're white. That's why you hid your sign because you felt guilty that your opinion immediately was null and void when confronted <laughs> with somebody who actually has experienced problems right. with freedom. Oh right. my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, Claire, uh, it, it sounds like uh, Dallas disagrees with both of us, Claire. So, protesters uh, are dumb, dumb. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's why oh. I love that opinion. It's yeah. great. It's, it's protest, double combative. <laughs> anytime you want to protest, put your sign down, put some running shoes on, go for a jog. You're going to get the same out of it. You're going to get the same <laughs> out of it. Most of you can't because you're in your motorized scooters. I get it, but you're going to get the same out of it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I feel like everybody, Steve was saying this off air. You got to tell your friends that are conservative about the podcast so we can get some hate mail for the people that uh, actually agree with Steve, or I should say disagree with Steve. So tell your friends, and uh, hopefully we'll get some some hate mail for for me. Although Steve is a great heel. You really <laughs> you're very you're very hateable in a very lovable way, you know. I, I, I embrace my role on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like like Jordan said, if you have any like conservative or right leaning or libertarian leaning friends or family that you haven't unfriended on Facebook, uh, tell them about the podcast because we'd 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 like to get as many viewers as possible or listeners, I guess, as possible. Uh, this isn't a liberal or conservative podcast. We shit on everything. Um, and like I said, hope uh, all the hate mail right now is going to be probably mostly be, be for me, but I don't want to steal all the fun. So, uh, you got any conservative friends that want to shit on Jordan, send, send, send them our way. We love it. Please. I love shit. Uh, our next <laughs> hot take. Um, <laughs> our sometimes it is. Yes, it is. That's all I was imagining. Um, <laughs> if, if you, if you want to, uh, be a part of this segment too, it's a fun non-patron option. Because you don't have to be a patron to respond to us or, or send us an email. And I'm going to... did You You didn't drop the email yet, Steve, right? For them? Uh, if you no. want to give the email. Okay, so the email that 
will reach us is the I disagree podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email there uh, or send us your hate mail on Twitter at the I disagree pod. And we would love that. If you want to get this next perk for this next segment, uh, you can become a patron and you get to throw us some warm up topics. This is also Steve's segment. So, Steve, you want to kick it off? Yeah, sure. So, uh, if you go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash I disagree podcast, uh, if you're at the $5 tier, you have the opportunity to contribute warm up topics to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, warm up topics are little silly things for us to argue about. So, this week we have a couple good s- submissions uh, from a regular listener, Eric Mickelson. Uh, he sent quite a few, and I will pick out uh, one of my favorites. So uh, here, here's one I, I really like. Would you rather be bitten by a vampire or a werewolf? Let's kick that over to Dallas. Oh, um, sorry. I wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> no, vampire. Dallas looks like he's in a werewolf transition currently. <laughs> oh, I know. I haven't been. Well, here's the funny thing. I haven't. I, you can't really see it anymore. But I had a little, I had a little tiny skin cancer on my face. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, it's because uh, I, um, I'm old, and uh, my doctor about ten years ago was like, "Hey, you know where you shouldn't live?" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "In the sun." And um, at the time, my job was literally outside all day. So I go to my dermatologist six months or every six months and get a try. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But I had to put some stuff on it and it made it look all funky and weird for a little bit. And so now it's starting to heal. Thank God. But as I waited for it to heal, I just let everything grow before I trimmed up. And uh, yeah. my wife's going to do some designs in my hair because I haven't had that in a while. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I look pretty shitty. Um, so. I'm going to take that to mean that you would prefer being a werewolf because. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I really went off topic there. Um, You can't be in the sun like a vampire. I actually, since I'm used to hiding from the sun, I would say vampire. Um, Uh And that's because also that comes with um, longevity. You get to be alive Mm -hmm. for a long time. I feel like vampires get laid way more too. Yeah. Wait, what? Do werewolves die? I mean, I've never heard of a werewolf that lived forever. Yeah, they usually wow. they usually tucker out about the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, then you got to think: is a werewolf? Does a wolf go by the same thing as like a dog? So, is every year to a human <laughs> seven years to a werewolf? Like, do you age quicker, or is it you only age quicker during the actual transformation? Like, yeah, how's the math? Ex- exactly. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I also yeah, feel like vampires are just getting laid more. It seems like. Well, you get to stay oh, the same. Oh, that's so true. Right? We've that's all seen so an interview true. with a vampire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although I did have a dream the other night where there was a, a werewolf in my house and I thought it was going to eat me. And then I was like, the only way I can get this werewolf to not eat me is to like seduce it. So I, I started seducing a werewolf and then it became friends with me. And that's when I planned to kick the werewolf out and be like, look, sorry, we just got to be friends. That was my game plan. And so oh, you were going to friend zone the werewolf. I was going to friend zone the werewolf. Yes. Mm, but, not a smart but then thing. Not when smart it got thing. to that point, the werewolf was like, uh, excuse me. And he was a very rapey werewolf. And oh. I'm like, hey, dude. I'm so I don't know where you got this idea, but you got to get out of my house. And the werewolf was was upset, mm. but reluctantly and finally left. It was uh, the weirdest dream of my life. Point is, so you basically you, you cock teeth the werewolf, and then he responded like your typical bro. Yeah, I think when you said 
vampires get more sex, I think you're right. Even in dreams, they're just getting completely spit up, <laughs> chewed up, and spit out by the. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like that's yeah. one of their superpowers. Is like sick game. I think right. Like they can yeah. fly and turn into a bat and. Yeah, werewolves do not like to be zoned at all. Friend, no. friend zoned, rape zoned. They don't like zones. They do what they want to do. No, they want to roam free. They want to roam this free. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would uh I would also rather be a vampire. Again, I'm pretty close to you, Dallas, when it comes to the hiding from the sun thing. Yeah. Um yeah, I can look forward to lots of skin cancer in my life, I think. That's, that's uh, I I learned redheads can get skin cancer without even having exposure to the sun. Oh yeah. Well, you know what's fun is that you get skin the worst kinds of skin cancer are the skin cancers that you get when you're in the parts of your body is that don't go into the sun. And you're like, well then how did I get the skin cancer? <laughs> like it gets very confusing. But I thought I had it on my head a while ago. Uh, I can't, I don't know where to, how to show you now, but there's like a spot on my head and I was really concerned and I'm like, I wear hats every day. Like how on earth mm -hmm. did I get? And they're like, Oh, you don't need to be in the sun for that. And I was like, Oh, dope. Super cool. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Super. But I, so did, I, don't terrifying. Have, I don't have skin cancer on my head. It's just, I'm old. <laughs> See, they're right. You can't trust the experts. That's right. Scientists <laughs> oh, no. are wrong. And that's why I protest. <laughs> uh. Okay, let's. Okay. I got a. I got another good one from Eric Mickelson here. I already have my answer queued up, but I, I, I'm curious what you guys think. What TV or movie villain got a bad rap? Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say. Wait, isn't that the point of being a villain? Aren't they written know. to get bad raps? Well, I mean, you're meaning like who who was a who was a villain, but really, when you look back on it, maybe wasn't the villain. Yeah, that's the way I take it. My, oh, my pick misunderstood, kind yeah, of. Yeah, misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my, okay. My pick is going to be obvious to anyone who knows me, but Johnny Lawrence from the Cobra Kai Karate Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, the goddamn crane kick was an illegal kick. Um, it wasn't illegal if one they awarded him the point. While he was in the crane position for a minute and a half, I think they would have seen that coming. So, well, you can say it's illegal, but he also what he didn't get points deducted for doing an actual illegal move in that fight. Oh, Johnny? Yeah. Well, look, Johnny's a misunder. I'm not saying he's a hero. I'm just saying the man is misunderstood. First of all, like, so he got in a fight. Old, old uh what what was uh old LaRusso's totally putting moves on his girlfriend at the beach right in front of him turns into a high school scuffle Johnny's yeah. kind of in the wrong mm -hmm. four months pass they have no interaction Johnny's minding his own goddamn business at the Halloween party and this asshole fucking dumps water on him yeah I don't disagree I don't I don't sorry I don't agree with that assessment of all the things that have happened but as being somebody who wore a solar system shirt in the sixth grade and got picked on a lot, <laughs> I don't agree with that. You're like, what? We're learning this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep notes going. Right. Uh, I do agree with though that he's misunderstood. Oh man. What do you, what, what do you think, Jordan? Who, who's your go. pick? Sorry guys. I was getting the call. I've heard a lot of people say Thanos, which I think is absurd. I was just going to say that. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I feel like like he's also written to sort of have a more complex character, but 
he was just trying to save the world and he thought that's how it was going to happen, you know? And in, even though there was only a remote chance of it working and he had to kill his daughter to do it, you got to respect the pure ego involved. There. I, mean, I, I respect the commitment for sure. Yeah, exactly. But here's that's something. Right. I mean, he's like, he made a calculation in his brain, apparently, about what needs to happen for like the world to get back to normal. And uh, he, even though it was really tough, he was like, I'm going to do this shit because it's our last hope. But when, the whole logic behind his plan falls apart immediately when you break it down. Because he's like, there's limited resources on the world, so I'm going to snap my fingers and get rid of half of life so that there won't be limited resources. You could just as easily have snapped your fingers and made twice as much resources. Can he, though? Yeah, he had all he had all the gems. Well, then that was just a writing uh, hole. See, see <laughs> hold on. Well... That falls into two. Well, there's two writing holes in that because one, you could say he can snap his fingers and make twice the stuff happen. Sure. But what happens when you open up a freeway with more lanes? Does that fix traffic or create more traffic? Ooh, Mm. it's a supply and demand issue. You're totally right. And secondly, of course, you can snap your fingers and kill half of humanity. But did he also take away people's ability to procreate? Because then you're just going to run into the same problem in like 100 years. Yeah. So it's yeah, really not it's a solution. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 just like the most uh the brutal <laughs> the brutalist snooze button you could have <laughs> yeah, That's all it was. Snooze button. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, that's you know, that was the working title of Endgame was the brutalist <laughs> snooze button. But <laughs> that sounds like an adorable children's book. The brutalist snooze button. Oh uh, man. I would say my mine is the most misunderstood villain. I don't even know if it's misunderstood really is uh did you guys see Creed two? No, no. Okay. Hold on. You might hear a noise here in a second. I'm sorry. I was looking, I, I wanted to look this up. So I got the name right, but oh. also I'm not going to get the name right. Fart so badly there. Uh, <laughs> here. Interesting side note to my life. I don't fart in public. <laughs> in public. Okay. I don't fart in public or at home. In fact, I, yeah. uh, I'm serious. I go, I fart by myself. That's the only place I'll ever fart. I only fart in public. I won't fart in my house. I wish I was joking. That is my kingdom. When I was on when I was on tour, I was used to be in a band for years, and we would tour all the time. And like dudes would fart all the time in the van, and I'd be like, "What are you doing? This is disgusting. This is poop in the air. You're you're putting your poop in the air. Why would I want this in my life?" It's funny oh, that poop poop comes so in funny. every form of matter. You know, oh, you got yeah. it's, solid it's liquid gas and even plasma sometimes. Yeah, plasma disgusting. Poop? I don't think so. You can do plasma poop. Totally. After 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 uh, like a hot night of Mexican food, the next morning that shit is straight I plasma. I don't, that, I don't know if that designates itself as plasma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I. Can poop be plasma? <laughs> I'm literally, it's, it, people make fun of me all the time for it. It's honestly one of the weird things of my life, but people make fun of me. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. My I, grandpa takes it one step further. He says he never farts ever, not even alone. He just never farts. Who's uh, this? My grandpa. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a blessing because like- old man fart is the worst form of fart. Yeah. What if he's just been living with no asshole his whole life, but has been too proud to tell anyone about it? <laughs> and this was just a cry for help that no one, no one needed. That's his way of letting you know. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I literally can't fart. Oh man! So, oh, well, there, I, there you have it, Eric. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. My 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 villain who's misunderstood, who's not even really misunderstood, yes, yes. or actually not even really a villain, is um, Drago in Creed Two. Uh, was he in Creed Two? Well, it was his son. So Ivan Drago's son fights Apollo Creed's son, Adonis Creed, in Creed Two. Uh-huh. It's like a revenge match to get gain revenge for his father. But sure. literally, if you watch the movie. At the end of the movie, you are clearly rooting for Drago and not for Creed because Adonis Creed comes up like an asshole the entire movie. Really? It's so strange. At the beginning, you're like, oh, this is going to be crazy. Creed's going to get revenge on Drago. By the end of it, you're like, I hope Drago beats the shit out of this kid. Like, (laughs) Turns out Drago is just some poor Russian kid just just trying to make his way in the sporting world. 100%. Like he's, he's, his whole thing is he's trying to get revenge because his father, Rocky Balboa, beats his father in Rocky Four, and his family's disgraced. And so he's trying to win. His father's pushing him to win back the family's good name. And his father's like, you can do this by becoming the best boxer. And then now let's go to America and take down Adonis Creed. And that will be your crowning achievement. And everything's going according to plan. But then you're realizing it's just the father's dream. And he's pushing it on his son. And his son doesn't know how to take it. Like, it's just like, it's, and by the end of it, it's like, they come together, father and son. And you're like, oh my God, like Creed sucks. Like he's such an ass. Is, uh, is, is the original, uh, is Dolph Lundgren in it? Does he play uh, the dad? Yeah. Yeah. He plays the dad and Rocky's Rocky. I got to see this. So here's the thing. Have you not seen the Creed movies? No, I heard the first one was great. I didn't. I have not until you said Rocky. I thought this was about like super villains with oh, superpowers. No, no, <laughs> no. The first Creed is really fun. It's really good. Um, the second Creed, not nearly as good. Coogler uh, did not direct it, um, which is very telling. But there is parts of it that you're just like, what the, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> this is so dumb. And uh, and then yeah, and the worst part about it, unless it was planned. Is that by the end of the movie you could give two shits about Creed? It's <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Hmm. I gotta watch. Yeah, I need to watch that. Are, are were you a Rocky fan, Jordan? Have you seen the uh, the originals? I've not the, seen Rocky. Particularly I've not part seen four. Bull. I've not Raging Bulls about boxing, right? I've yes. not seen. I've not seen any boxing movies. Period, except for Million Dollar Baby because I'm a feminist. Mm. Mm. That's all. Well, this is because you're a feminist. <laughs> 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 and it's the most creative way I've ever seen them kill someone off in a movie. <laughs> Just- yeah, oh I've never God. I've never seen it, but I remember listening to oh. Patrice O'Neill talk about it. And he's like, the whole time you're just thinking, oh, now how's she going to come back from this? How's she going to come back from this? And then like she's missing a leg and he's like, well, this is going to be really tough to come back from. And then the movie ends. Yeah, she like snaps her neck on a stool and then gets gangrene. <laughs> it's like I, I don't. Uh, I think I was talking. Wasn't I talking? Saying I was watching. It's always sunny. Wasn't it? Was I saying? Yeah, that? yeah. We yeah, weren't yeah. we were recording, but um, the best part about that is that they do a million dollar baby episode <laughs> parody, and <laughs> holy crap, is it completely horrible and funny? It's oh so my god! All right, I gotta watch that. I fucking. Ugh. It's in the that second season. So, okay, good to know. That's so we, so we got some good uh, viewing recommendations for you guys at home. So I'm definitely going to go check out uh, Creed 1 oh and Creed 2. Sorry, guys. Things keep no opening. Worries. And I'm trying to not make... What are they doing? Abs? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had to... I switched out... This is so... Look, look. Uh, this is called... Look how wide I am. 
I had to stop using Safari because it wasn't updating, but some things are still saved in Safari. So now I use Chrome. So then if I open Safari to look for something, like I was looking for IMDb, it wasn't loading on Chrome. So I went to Safari, but then things just automatically started going. Because all my settings are saved on Chrome. This is, I said, totally. look how white I am. And I just, <laughs> I think Safari's complete shit. I can't do it. It's all, I, ha- I feel like I have to do, uh, and like all these apps now are only optimized for Chrome too. They know they're being operated on MacBooks, but Safari sucks so bad. They just exclusively design things for Chrome. <laughs> yeah, it really is lame. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So uh, thanks, Eric Mickelson, for sending I, in. Uh, I disagree. I like minorities a lot. You guys were wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Sorry. And we three, funny. two, one. <laughs> anytime, anytime we come back. Oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. gosh. No, it's fine. It's fine <laughs> that you guys are, are against giving rights to everybody. Well, <laughs> I disagree little, with that. I would disagree with that. A little peek behind the curtain. So we had to we had to cut out there for a minute because because Jordan had to take a shit. And uh, all right, I did say I loved it. I disagree. I, disagree. I had to pee. <laughs> but uh, thanks for sending in uh, some more great suggestions, Eric Mickelson, and keep them coming, guys. Uh, so now we'll kick it over to Jordan. Go ahead and get the the main event. Yes, going. let's get in. Let's get into our main event. All right, so no, guys, listen. I, oh, sorry. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the bits, they keep coming. They just don't stop. Maybe oh, women shouldn't vote. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think it's fine that women vote. I just think Jordan's opinion of that was wrong. <laughs> Stripping them of that isn't going to. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I think. Um... <laughs> All right. I think, we should, of- I think we should let gays be alive. I think it's wrong that you would say otherwise, Jordan. My God. I, I was shocked myself. I, right, Steve? Both of us. Taking, we were taken aback so much that we had to stop recording. That's- <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard a lot of things come out of Jordan's mouth that have offended me. But I've that, seen that a lot of things come out of Jordan's mouth. And I and go into it, but there, that's and, not the thing we're there. In all seriousness, I do lead quite the double life of having some very controversial things come out of my mouth and do and making sure they never see the light of day. That's when you talk to people, when you talk to people freely, like friends, there's a marketplace of ideas. Sometimes you say some shit yeah. that you just really hope no one ever hears again. And it's a tough line to ride when you're on three podcasts. <laughs> That's why I loved growing up with no social media because I would not have survived. Oh, if social media was around. I remember when I turned 21, I made a declaration that beer was for pussies and it was all about white Russians. I told this <laughs> to all of my friends. nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> and this would be easily something that I would tweet out now and be completely confident about. Yeah. And I would never recover from it. Yeah. Uh, and now it's on the podcast. Well, now I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Here, folks. <laughs> now that I'm 23, I'm fine. <laughs> things being out there. Uh, oh, God. Well, we had, yeah. Sorry. Did you want me to talk about what I wanted to disagree with you about? Yeah, totally. Just to, to, to provide some quick context. Um, if my understanding is correct, this is kind of relevant to the news that Jeff Bezos is posed, poised to become, poised to become, posed poised, to become, poised, 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 yes, poised to become uh, the world's first trillionaire. And I think Dal- Dallas has, uh, we all have different thoughts on that, on 
existentially what that means and if that's fair and if that should exist and uh, yeah let's i think dallas and steve are going to agree with each other more on this one than i will so what do you guys think well i think it's i think it's fair and at the same time slightly unfair because a it's fair because he created a service which everyone uses and you and like we expect him not to make money off of that service that every single one of you uses. Mm-hmm. So like if you were to be like, hey, I made this chocolate candy bar and uh, and everyone eats it and buys it. And then because of that, I became a trillionaire. You Would you still think it was unfair that I became a trillionaire because you all used the product that I made and I make a percentage off of that? Like the logic for people to be upset about this doesn't make any sense, especially now, especially now. Yeah. When we're quarantined and exactly. people have been relying on Amazon. Like that's why they said he jumped to trillionaire status is because while we were quarantined, everyone kept putting all these Amazon drivers lives in danger because you didn't want to get your fat ass off the couch and go to Albertsons. Yeah. So you had to put these guys lives in danger. And that's the thing. Even before this was happening, even before this was happening, people are like, all these mom and pop stores are dying. And you're like, yeah, they are because you won't go support them because you're buying from Amazon. Like you can complain, I guess, but not when you're part of the problem. Yeah, I get what you're saying about the people who like still don't put their money where their mouth is in terms of, I guess, just supporting brick and mortar stores locally and stuff. I I feel like I I canceled my Amazon membership when they had NRA TV on the on Amazon Prime and there was like a whole uh. protest like divest from Amazon movement. I did it back then and then uh-huh. I haven't I haven't really used it since. I have used Ryan's account to order shit uh sometimes <laughs> but but that doesn't count. But for the most part, yeah, I feel like it's um for the people that like do put their money where their mouth is, I f- I feel like they have a right to to be uncomfortable with it and be like anti him making a trillion dollars, you know? Oh, uh, see, I'm wow, I think the exact opposite. Really? Yeah, because like you, well, cuz you never think like <laughs> Hold on. You never like go to the restaurant, right? Like you never go to like a restaurant, like, a, you know, a macaroni grill and walk in and go, oh man, like uh, this food wasn't as good as I normally like it. No, that see, that's not even a fair comparison. You walk into a macaroni grill, you have the macaroni grill. It served its purpose. Like you ate it. It was fine. Yay. And then you go and go, hey, excuse me, how much does the owner of this make? The owner of Macaroni Grill makes $20 million a year. And you're like, no, that's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, that's what you're saying. You can't, yeah. you can't purchase the product and then you, that doesn't give you a right to complain about how much people make. That right. is absolutely what I'm saying. 100%. <laughs> if I got if I got this same shitty 20-piece chicken McNugget from, from a place that, that was run by some toiling under underpaid family i would feel a lot better about that than if it was at mcdonald's for sure sure and let's and let's say you walk into macaroni grill and the food is you like it was terrible it was not good mm-hmm. and then you you're like you know what maybe it was just a bad day you macaroni grills next to your house you go again it's terrible again and you're like wait maybe mm-hmm. macaroni grill just sucks 
And then you find out the owner macaroni grill is using the worst ingredients, paying his employees nothing, and he's making a, a huge profit. Then, yeah. okay, sure, you can you could go, I think but like that is what Amazon does though. They do, but their products aren't bad. Like you're not not yeah. using Amazon. Yeah, their like, products using are it. amazing. You're using it because yeah. it works. You know, uh, <laughs> it's just funny to me. Like the idea is like we're living in through a pandemic right now, where all retail is closed. Okay, according to Fox News, I just found out that it is we are in post pandemic. So okay, oh, so right. we are we are post pandemic. Let's uh-huh. celebrate. I know. Very excited to find that out this morning. <laughs> nobody, nobody can go to the store buy anything. There's no live entertainment. There, you can't go to a movie theater. And the guy that provides overnight shipping and streaming entertainment services is profiting. Like color me shocked is the way I look at it. Like, thank God he's he's providing this product during this time when nobody can go outside. I hope he makes $10 zillion. Well, it's like, I don't think that I like, it's weird and creepy that one dude has made this much money, but it's also (laughs) weird and creepy that one dude came up with all this stuff Uh and monopolized the market. It's like, It, 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 I remember this is going to be a story that no one cares about, but I remember years ago, oh my God, like 15 years ago. I don't even know how long Netflix has been around now. I guess a decade? How long is Netflix? Well, they used, they used to actually deliver longer. videos. Oh, I, still, I don't have it right now, but I still have my DVD from Netflix. I still <laughs> subscribe to the DVD program. Uh, it's Mr. Bean. It's Mr. Bean on stage. And, nice. uh, I don't know where it is. It's somewhere in here. I got to watch it, but um, I've had it for two years. Popcorn with like a monkey that that turns. <laughs> my wife. Yesterday, my wife and I just went and got uh, the the discount cinema by our house, Temeku mm-hmm. Cinemas. It's discount. It's like two dollars, and you see movies that have been out for you know four months or something. <laughs> but it's great. It's like the best thing in the world. They serve alcohol. It's awesome. But they're doing curbside movie snacks. So we went. Cool. And we got a big bucket of popcorn and then we watched a movie. So um, we might do that again with Mr. Bean on stage. But <laughs> like 15 years ago or something like that, I was in a meeting with, with a group of people who were brought together. And we were brought together because they there is this um, um, Spanish station. I couldn't tell. It's not Telemundo, but it's one of those Spanish stations had acquired the, um, the IP, I guess, to streaming like the, the the thing that became streaming uh, content. And this guy had it and he brought it to this, this lawyer, this entertainment lawyer who I worked with. The entertainment lawyer brought a few of us together and goes, okay, we have this opportunity to, and I mean, I'm saying this like we were on the ground floor of streaming content, <laughs> which is not accurate, but he brought us together. It could be like, hey, there's this opportunity. This guy is going to start doing all this stuff with it. How do we monopolize on this basically? And we came up with all these ideas and everything. It was fun meeting and everything. But what happened is this guy ended up selling the IP to several people for, you know, what would be now pennies on the dollar. But at the time he was like, who knows what streaming is going to be. And now Mm -hmm. streaming is everything to everybody. And this guy Mm could have been Jeff Bezos if he wanted, but he didn't, he didn't have the forethought to be like, no, I should stick with this because it'll change entertainment. But Jeff Bezos did and does yes. He's always like what's the next thing i can make a bunch of money off of and that's how it works in america like if we don't want people to make money then go to freaking sweden like i don't know what yeah <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know a way to look at it that, like if you really break it down like how is it not just being a player hater <laughs> you know <laughs> because, it's just play, it's just being a hater 
Because I mm. guess it's like to be. I'm a play a, a player. I just. <laughs> oh God. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Okay, that was terrifying. I am a player hater because the game. I do not. Be- it seems like the game is is completely. I hate to say rigged because that's so cliche, but it's like when you don't think. I mean, yes, Bezos is like a brilliant person and is all he's like oprah just like always looking for you know how you can make money on something and and just very entrepreneurial obviously it's not like like the example you just gave dallas somebody else could have done that too you know so the fact that like he was able to basically pick this ball up and and just completely run with it and just build a monopoly that big seems like it's against free market capitalism. Like it must be in some way. Like he it's must not have a monopoly stuff. though. He's competing with FedEx. He's competing with yeah. UPS. He's competing with Netflix. Like and it's also FedEx doesn't, uh, FedEx doesn't FedEx. offer services on their like or things to buy like on their website. They deliver it. But I'm talking but that's about the thing, like, yeah. He's he's. Oh, I don't mean to cut you off there. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. He is competing with all these different services, but he's also like helping these services i mean ups he uses the usps to deliver packages like so he's mm-hmm. he is contributing to trying to keep these services alive because they yeah. help his business obviously he's not doing it just because he's a right. generous person right. <laughs> but because like, that's obvious that he's not that yeah. but like he's he's clear like but you, he has so many different like he's competing with books he's like just mm-hmm. the he's competing with literally Books, books, like, yeah, the concept of books. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he's competing with you know Netflix and Hulu, which I don't think, honestly, I, you know, everybody's like, who's going to win the streaming wars? And I think the only people who win are they, all of them, like we're yeah. the only yeah. losers because we keep paying for more fucking service. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, there are people, and I don't know Jeff Bezos' story. I guess I should have researched it a little bit, but like, no, we I don't allow that. Okay, good. I have a hard time believing he like walked into a room with a billion dollars and was like, nah. all right, I'm here now. So let me, you know, do all these smart investments. Like he probably, he yeah, mean, he worked sure his way up. Made. Like I've been watching this documentary. Uh, we have Disney plus another streaming service and Best. we've been watching the Imagineering story and they talk, the first episode is all about Disneyland and how like Disney was not hugely popular at the time like Walt Disney was literally more like he sold his house. Like he sold all these things to make Disneyland work. And like he was, if it didn't work, like he was ruined, like everything would have been ruined Mm -hmm. and then it worked. And he became this crazy multimillionaire who kept, and then, and then kept investing that, uh, that money into a different project that because that, at that point, once the one thing worked, everyone knew, okay, well we should trust this guy. And so it's like, there's those people who, they make themselves what they are and they risk everything doing it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then because we all realize like, Oh my God, this was the, this is an amazing thing. And we buy into it. Then we get mad that they have like 18 houses. Yeah. And I, and I mean, yes. You, and like you get, I think, I think more people just get mad at the person like Walt Disney, uh-huh. obviously, well, I don't think he was a very good person. Like he was kind of a Nazi. Right. Yeah. And the Jews. I yeah. Anyways, yeah. I think less. I, I think he was less a Nazi and just more anti-Jewish. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know if that makes you a Nazi. Like I think the Nazis were a lot of anti-things, <laughs> but like I think Jews were one of them. I'm not sure. 
<laughs> but like Walt Disney wasn't a very kind person and from all accounts like his kids grew up all screwed up because he was never around and then uh and then like you know like Jeff Bezos he's he's a he's a bad guy I mean Bill Gates is a is, is not a good person but I think like these guys Zuckerberg is literally like a, a demon like he's like if you believe in hell like that, he's a demon <laughs> Like, yeah, he's the tech support down there for sure. <laughs> like, you look at like Bezos, and Bezos is like, "Hey, what can I do? What product can I give people that they will use and continue mm-hmm. to use because they need it as a part of their yeah. life?" Zuckerberg has tricked us all into thinking that we need the products that he's providing, and then he's yeah. preying on our emotions and intellect, and right. that's how he's it's, making it's more money. <laughs> like, totally, he's, he's a bad I person. Think- yeah, I think he just made a really good point, especially with the Disney thing. I watched that same episode, and it's true. He totally just like built that whole empire up from the ground up. And if I looked at the thing is though, is like people see Disney as such an evil empire now, but it's become what it is so far away from what it was in the beginning. Whereas Bezos is this crazy case of somebody that in his lifetime has seen something that he built go from zero to being a trillionaire which is such a speed that's such a quick it's just yeah i guess i really have no logical argument other than just like you know whoa that's fucking crazy dude jordan let me ask you then are are you against jeff bezos having a trillion dollars or are you just against anyone having a trillion dollars like is it does it matter that it's him particularly or it's not even that I'm against someone having that much money. It's that I don't see how it's possible for them to have gotten that much money without fucking over a bunch of people. And, and that is a that is like the argument that is correct yeah. and cannot be wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. but I mean, ha- and then at that point, to- it's like, how much do we care? I guess because we turn our eye to people getting fucked over all the time. So now it's like, since we do that so often, I think is why people kind of don't ask that question and it's also so far gone at this point it's like what are what are you gonna do it's not gonna change he already has monopoly he's gonna continue to become and be the richest person ever probably i I guess i I got a couple follow-ups on that then so when when you say he fucked people over how how do you mean by that do you mean like he broke the law or no because the laws are that's the thing too that's a great point he didn't break the law at least in the ways that I'm thinking of that technically. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't uh, doubt it. Loopholes, exploiting loop financial loopholes and tax loopholes, and then paying people the bare minimum you're supposed to pay them all the time, basically, which is like not a livable wage. And the minimum wage situation is like horrendous anyway. And he's able to exploit that. How much of that is his problem? I guess that's a good question. That's a good moral question. You know, you can't really hold someone accountable, I guess, for just doing what the government says he's allowed to do outside of the loophole well, things. Well, that would open up a good argument for for another episode, and we, we could talk about uh, the living wage because I got some thoughts on that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, but I know. Well, hold on. Like, I, sorry, Steve. Go ahead. You go. Well, I was just gonna say, when like, how do how do you balance that out in a way it, like the, for the people he's fucked over versus the people that have benefited from his services? Like, you can look at like a lot of people complain about Walmart, you know, because they they don't pay their workers shit and they 
provide very little if any uh, uh, benefits, right? But also, so you so you say Walmart can't do that anymore. Now Walmart raises their prices, and you're fucking over all the low income people that shop at Walmart that's, that depend on it for goods and services. So where, where where do you like how do you how do you balance that scale between fucking people over and providing a service that benefits? Well, people? well I think that's a I think that's. To, to, to piggyback on both of those points you guys just made, I think, but the one you made, Steve, is is a false. It's a false narrative because you're assuming we're you're assuming that they have to raise their prices to pay their employees more. But the actual economics of it is that all they have to do is pay them less, pay themselves less to pay their employees more. Like there is somebody that just did a bunch of numbers for Bezos, and it was like he could literally, he could literally, he's a trillionaire now or something like that. If he just took 10 billion of his dollars, which he now has a hundred of, if he just took 10 billion of those dollars and literally reinvested it into all of his employees, he could give them all, I think it was something like he could give them all 10 more dollars an hour or something like that and still not even spend even close to that $10 billion. So it's like he, he can do it if he wanted to do it, but he doesn't because that's the thing is, I mean, this is so cliche what I'm about to say. Oh my God, I kind of want to kill myself, but, <laughs> but like money corrupts, like it just does. And there's no way around it because mm-hmm. we've been, we've been trained our whole lives that we need to be able to have money. And I don't, and I'm no better than any of that, dude. I love money. Like when I get checks for stuff, I'm like, <laughs> hell Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I'm so excited to have money. Like, I mean, in the last probably three years of my life, I've had the most money I've ever had. And it's been fucking great. Like, there's yeah. no way around it. Like, I don't, we're not, I'm not a millionaire. But yeah. like, it. but it's like, but if I was, I'd be like, hell yeah, give me more of that money because money's rad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there is, but I think most people are, but then like you start to hear, like you're saying, trying to piggyback on that. You hear mm-hmm. how these people make all of those billions of dollars and it is exposing yeah. loopholes. They aren't paying taxes to the cities or states that they're in. Like states are giving up all tax liability just to create jobs in their state. And right. the jobs are crappy jobs, but the state looks better because they have a less unemployment rate or a lower unemployment rate. Yeah. So therefore, because the numbers look better, they the state gets tax, break, tax breaks from the federal government. Because So if that happens, the state looks good. The only people that get screwed in this are the people who need a job because they don't have any money. So they take the worst, shittiest job they can find because that's the only job they're qualified to do. Like It goes down the rung, but like the only yeah. one person can actually change all of that. And it is Jeff Bezos. He's the only person who can change the culture of his company, and he chooses not to. Like I agree. Zucker, Zuckerberg is different in, in a little bit of a way because most of the people who work for Facebook like are tech people and they actually make a pretty good wage. There's obviously those you hear those, you know, this American life episodes of, you know, people like moms in India who are actually the people who are watching all the videos for graphic content on Facebook or whatever, like they're contracted yeah. out and they're making like a penny a week or whatever it is. Uh, you know, yeah. like there's there's those horror stories, too. But it's like for the most part. Bezos has this company that like in Walmart's the same way. All they have to yeah. do is pay themselves less money. And it would like, there's a, in San Diego, there was the San Diego opera. Or I think, I think it was the San Diego opera and they went bankrupt so many times. And then the, like somebody posted, somebody finally, a newspaper finally, I don't know, had the courage. I don't know why that would be it to post <laughs> the, um, 
like the, like the, for the third time in like five years or something, they had to claim bankruptcy and some union tribune or something. They was like, well, maybe it's because you're paying your artistic director a million dollars a year. Right. I think that's a great, I think that's a great point. Mm -hmm. 100%. I agree. Like there's a guy, my, 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 my wife used to work at the, uh, well, I'm not going to say because I don't want to start up, but she used to work at a theater company, basically, let's say. And the guy who ran the theater company, he, his job was enormous, enormous. And he made Jack. And the reason why is because he asked to not make a lot of money. He's like, this is what I need to survive. And this is what you can give me. Take the rest of my salary and invest it back in the company. And there are those companies that do that. Yeah. But we just don't support them because we have to drive our cars to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that that's, that's a, a good place. place to end. Yeah. That's a great place to end this argument. Uh, argument. We're the oh, yeah, you got to get, you gotta get to the next episode. Yeah. Little Tan's waiting again. You gotta- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but Dallas, thank you so much for being on. Um, this has been great. And I would love to have you on again, actually, as much as you want to come on. You're like the perfect yeah. kind of person that we're trying to talk to i love how your brain works and you're so funny i live in a weird i live in a weird zone i am i'm a registered republican however i pretty much disagree with everything the party stands <laughs> yeah, for i know <laughs> I, I feel love you. it I feel what's you. weird about it is like yeah. i the whole thing i clinged to forever was that like i believe in states rights like i'm so into like that's almost the entire reason why i stayed a republican because states rights states rights states rights like we yeah. California is a million times different than Alabama and it never will be the same. And so we should be able to do the same, the things that help California, blah, 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 blah. And now with this whole yeah. pandemic, the GOP is like, states don't have the right to do anything. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I know. It's a tough time to be Republican. I don't, I don't envy you, you or it would be minded like that way. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you could, yeah, you, yes, you can, find you. yeah, I have a live show. I'm doing comedy again. Um, on my driveway you can just drive by it's like a drive-by birthday parade but it's a comedy parade um i'm just kidding no i'm not doing the, no one has booked me no one's even reached out to book me uh for the 40 seat comedy shows so um <laughs> they will yeah they'll gotta get to everything but everybody else first um yeah. i uh you can follow me on twitter at dallas underscore mc at dallas underscore or you can just type my name in dallas mclaughlin on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, I've been doing a uh, weekly trivia game on Zoom. Uh, I've been hosting it. Yeah, so trivia to go for every Friday night, seven o'clock um, Pacific. You just Venmo me your money. And then uh, there's all the information is on Facebook. So trivia to go on Facebook. That's where you go, like the page. And then all the information is there. We'd love to have you play. It's super fun. It goes by quick. It's like an hour long. And it's all for a good cause. So swing by awesome. and do it. Help some people out. Hell yeah. That's well, amazing. thank you so much for joining us, Dallas. Dallas. Thanks, you guys. Rock. You're thank the best. You. We'll talk to you again right. soon. Put some beans on it. <laughs> Bye. it. Bye. Bye. Bye.